0: Chapter Number 45 of Regiment of Women. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lola Janey of Virginia. Regiment of Women by Clements Dane. Chapter 45 Alwyn fled down Friars Lane in amazement, conscious only of the need of escape. She had heard the outer door of the flat close behind her, yet she felt herself pursued. Clare's voice rang in her ears. Momently, she awaited the touch of Clare's hand upon her shoulder. She felt herself exhausted, knew that, once overtaken, she would be powerless to resist, that she would be led back, would submit to reconciliation and caresses and yet she was sure that she would never willingly see claire again she was free and her terror of recapture taught her what liberty meant to her there was the whole world before her and elizabeth and roger she must find roger she was capable of no clear thought but very sure that with him was safety she hurried along in the shadow of the overhanging lilac hedge ears a prick eyes glancing to right and left oblivious of probabilities she saw claire in every passer-by at the turn of the blind lane she ran into a woman walking towards her she bit back a cry but it was only elizabeth elizabeth in her sunday gown very determined gripping her card-case as if it were a dagger she spoke between relief and distress alwyn why did you disappear where have you been with claire it was more than rude you could surely have foregone one afternoon no one to see roger off after all his kindness to you at dinay see roger off elizabeth was pleased to see her concern i should have gone myself of course but he would not allow it the heat as i have to pay a call so he saw me on my way and then went off by himself poor roger where is he going why is he going back to Dinay, the four five i'm afraid alwyn he has been hurt and upset alwyn but alwyn tugging at her watch chain was already running down the road with undignified speed the four five another ten minutes no nine and a half cutting through the gardens she might do it yet she prayed for her watch to be fast the train late she ran steadily doggedly oblivious of the passers-by oblivious of the heat and dust and choking breathlessness of everything but the idea that roger was deserting her as she bent round the sweep of the station yard past the shelter with its nodding cabmen and ran down the little wall-flower bordered asphalt path she heard the engine's valedictory puff the platform was noisy and crowded alive with shouting porters crates of poultry and burdened women but at the upper end was roger his foot on the step of the carriage obviously bribing a guard she pushed past the outraged ticket collector and darted up the platform roger had disappeared when she reached the door of his compartment and the whistle had sounded but the door was still a swing the train began to move as she scrambled in the door banged upon their privacy roger cried alwyn roger She was shaking with breathlessness and relief. You were right. I was wrong. It's you I want. I'll do everything you want, always. I've been simply miserable. Oh, Roger, be good to me. And for the rest of his life, Roger was good to her. End of chapter 45